Dude, you're on my podcast like a month ago. You had no fucking hair. Now you have hair. I know. I don't know what it. I literally just got a haircut last week too. You should keep the hair because it makes you look younger. Now you now you actually look like you're 26 or 25, whatever you are. How old are you? I'm 26. 26. Yeah, now you look 26. Really? I was gonna go for a baldy. The no. bald baldy makes you look older. Does it? I'm not saying it looks bad. I just think with the hair you look younger. So I look better with hair. I think speaking as a man who used to have hair who now long no longer has hair, keep your fucking hair as long as you can. <laughs> All right. Makes sense. Trust me, because one day you won't be able to grow it back and you're gonna be like, fuck, I should have kept it when I had it. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> So uh, we're waiting for Mr. Sister Nino's coming on board with us too. Okay. I got a, an East Coast episode today. So how are you doing, man? Oh, I'm good. I'm, yeah. I'm real good. Yeah. I saw that picture you posted today, man. You look fucking nuts. Yeah. I feel like we're already a lot better than uh, North Americans. So. I feel like your waist got smaller already. How did that happen? I don't, I don't know. I, you- I haven't really, we haven't changed nothing really. Hey, does Matt Jansen do a lot of probiotic stuff? I had AJ Sims on the podcast, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And AJ was talking a lot about uh, a lot of like live cultures and probiotics and and, uh, sauerkraut and stuff like that. I've never been a big believer in like gut, not that gut health is not, not a believer in gut health. I shouldn't say that. I've never been a big believer in maintaining my gut health perfectly. Yeah. But I'm starting to think that maybe there's a component that I need to pay attention to. Yeah, I mean, he has me taking um, Digest Aid by Revive. I take glutamine in the morning. Um, there's a product called Adifin. Yeah. Uh, which is supposed to help with uh, the gut health. Yeah. So I, I think he, he's pretty big on it. Yeah. Guy, what's up, brother? What's up, man? I thought my beard was looking shaggy and shitty until I saw yours. <laughs> I thought I was fucking ugly until I fucking looked at the screen. <laughs> okay, you just got this is first fucking thing out of your mouth, and you couldn't eat before you came on. You had to eat. You had to wait till you came on. Now I got to hear a whole. Now a whole bunch of people are going to complain. Wise I literally guy. just finished eating, so I prepared myself. I'm just joking, guy. Finish your meal, dude. I'm just fucking. With you. Fuad sends the link at fucking seven fifty nine and thirty seconds, and I'm I'm like thinking it's going to be like he fucking forgot again, so I'm not. I'm, I can take my time. And then seven fifty nine, I sent the link. I'm like, great. I told you. I told you eight o'clock. We're right now. Eat your meal. What are you eating? Chicken and rice with a fork. Chicken and rice with a fork. Chicken hey. and rice with a fork. Uh, Nick, do you eat chicken and rice with a fork or a spoon? I eat it with a spoon. Are you serious? We should just end the fucking call right now. All right, everybody, have a good night. <laughs> I, I, want, I eat everything with a spoon. Really? Yeah. Isn't it like a big spoon, too? It's a very big spoon. Yeah, you told me you're a weird fucking kid. What do you mean? Like a, like a, like a serving spoon? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like a big spoon. Are you, is it just a shovel more in faster? Is that the whole point? No, I was just, I like big spoons. <laughs> <laughs> he's a simple, put that, he's a simple man. He's a simple man. You don't man. put that on a shirt, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I like big spoons, yeah. That's fucking funny. Um, so anyway, we're going back to, we were talking about gut health, guy. Are you, have you, guy, you've been around for a long time. Have you ever been one to like really really focus on gut health and probiotics and it's actually very funny because the the fact that you're asking me this is funny because i actually just went for a colonic yesterday okay 
Why is that? What did something happen or you just, I get colonics three to five times a year. And I don't know. I don't think I really spoke um, publicly about this, but I'll get into why I had to go. So I don't know the last time I was on here, but I threw my back out really bad yeah. at the end of June. Yeah. And I, uh, I could barely even fucking walk. So I ended up went to the spine doctor and he wrote me an MRI. Well, my, for some reason, my insurance took two and a half fucking weeks to approve it. From the time I saw the spine doctor, he put me on oxycodone. Now I've never taken oxycodone in my entire life. Mm. So I was on it for about two and a half weeks arguing with my insurance company to get me fucking approved from MRI. Finally got approved for the MRI, got the MRI. I ended up having a third fucking herniation because I usually, I had two. Now I have three. I herniated another fucking disc. So I got an epidural and the first epidural didn't work. So he kept me on the oxycodone until I got the second epidural, which was um, about a month ago. So I stopped taking an oxy on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. And mind you, the, the bottle said you could take one every four hours. I was taking yeah. one a day. Yeah. One yeah. fucking yeah. pill a day. Yeah. And I stopped taking oxy on Monday. Tuesday, I got the second epidural. Wednesday morning, I woke up. I was driving to my dentist to get my teeth cleaned. Dude, I went into the fucking worst withdrawal that I can, you, you can't even fuck. I, I really? had my dad come to my house, take care of my dog. Bro, I, I lost is, like 15 did, fucking pounds. What withdrawal? Like, what did it feel like? It, the only way I can describe it, every physical and emotional thing happened at, at the same time. Like I would, I would be fucking freezing cold, but pouring sweat. I had snot running out of my fucking nose, tears running out of my eyes, shivering. One minute I'd be in a fucking hot bath. Then I would get out, put a hoodie on. Then I'd be fucking pouring sweat. Dude, when I tell you it was the fucking... Can you, I know why people do what they do sometimes now because that was the worst fucking week of my life. So because of that, I have been having such a hard time going to the fucking bathroom. And I get colonics throughout the year just because of all the food I eat. And I don't have a big appetite, so I like to fucking clean the pipes. So I got so constipated from the fucking oxys that I could... I, I would be times I would wake up four times in the middle of the night, try to go to the bathroom and I couldn't. And yesterday I woke up in the morning. I said, fuck this. I, I can't take this anymore. And I called my girl Ann cause I know her. Um, she owns a place to say, and you got to get me in today. So I went in and literally went in feeling like complete dog shit. And I actually went into like almost like a mini withdrawal because while the colonic was happening, it sounds weird, but I started fucking profusely fucking sweating and I got extremely nauseous and wow. I've had colonics done a bunch of times. Yeah. And that never happened. But I left there, came home today. My stomach feels like a fucking million dollars. Wow. I, you know, can you imagine had you taken the fucking one pill every four hours? Bro, you, I would have fucking, I, I don't, dude, it's, I, that's nuts, bro. Yeah. I, I, I've never experienced anything, anything, anything like that in my entire life. You know, it's crazy. It's almost like they want you to get addicted because when I tore my tricep and I had surgery, when I got out of surgery, they gave me a bottle of fucking Percocets. Like it was like the bottle was this big and the guy's like, you can take one. I don't know. He said, he said, take one every six hours or something like that. Yeah, it, was for usually every, it was usually one every four to six. Yeah. Something like that. Right. But there was literally like, I still have the bottle. There's like, there was literally like 50 fucking pills in the bottle. I'm like, I, I think I took half of one the first day, half of one the second day. And I never took it again. I'm like, why did they give me 50 fucking pills? I'm like, are they well, trying to like get people hooked? The like, crazy part was is that I didn't think 
this, maybe this is me being ignorant. I thought people got addicted because they abused them. No. I didn't think me taking one pill a fucking day no. would make me physically dependent on it. And then once I started researching it, it said if you take oxycodone mm-hmm. from five to seven days is when your body, whether you like it or not, your body is physically then dependent on it. And there's yeah. nothing you can do. You will. Yeah, I, I think often, honestly, I think. That's more, absolutely insane, man. I think more often than not, it's like people are following the instructions on a bottle and they get hooked. Yeah. Because like I I said, imagine you had taken one every four hours. You'd be fucked right now. Well, you know what? It's like weird because they gave me weird side effects too. Like I would sweat very oddly. And then like I was sweating from my armpits and I never sweat from my armpits. And I I would get so itchy. I I, I scratched the skin off the top of my foot. It, it fucking just it's just weird weird shit bro yeah 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 weird. so going back to what we were talking about though in between your colonics do you do anything for gut health or you kind of rely um, on the colonics my, too? digestive enzymes probiotics yeah. um i take uh greens and i take a green um a greens pill plus i take um um juiced up or which is like a green and vegetable uh drink and i have a juicer um in my kitchen as well. So I'll juice sometimes too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just think that's probably the one thing that, that bodybuilders don't do yeah. a lot of is pay attention to their gut because if it was up to me, I would eat one meal a day and be completely fine. Like I'm, I'm dieting and this is, I got to eat another meal after this. And I'm like, fuck. I don't but let me, but let me ask you guys this. So, so Nick in the off season, maybe this is too much information. So I don't know. You don't have to answer. You're going to want to, but in the off season versus contest, yeah. like, like going to the bathroom, for example, when I'm, when I'm pre-contest, I don't feel like I have any issues with my gut because everything's so regular and so perfect. So I'm like, why do I need, if my body's taking care of everything, everything I'm giving it, like I'm eating chicken and rice and all the vegetables and egg whites and eggs and you're dieting, you know, the dieting diet. Why do I need, if my body's processed everything, everything perfectly, why do I need this extra shit? Why do I need the extra probiotics? Why do I need the extra, like it's my body's already doing the job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, for me, I, I I just take everything year round. So so just helping with you, yeah, yeah. What are you saying, guy? You had your hand raised there. Because I agree with what you're saying, but it's the same concept as if you're driving a car and you your oil's supposed to get changed every fifteen thousand miles, your car might be running good at thirty thousand. Still doesn't mean the oil ain't dirty and it's got to get changed. Uh. Yeah. But our like bodies, because like like normally, the difference is, I'm like the, a dog. Like normally, I eat shit, eat shit, eat shit. Like I'm like, bing, bang, boom, like fucking clockwork. Mm. And I'm like that all year round. But just because that's like that, that doesn't mean that there's not stuff stuck in the intestinal wall and fucking garbage in there that doesn't need to get flushed out. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know, because um, you, you're eating a bodybuilding diet now, but fucking, we don't eat a bodybuilding diet all year. Burgers, fries, sushi, fucking ice cream pizza yeah, no and that's, but that's what i meant but that's what i meant the difference between off-season pre-contest right like pre-contest is like you're putting premium gas and in, in the best oil possible in your car yeah but you're also putting too much because as bo- our, our bodies aren't meant to fucking take all this food in so i see what you're saying okay so just to help the body process exactly it. yeah yeah exactly. um nick how's your prep going otherwise man like i said you look like you shrank your waist a bit just in the last couple of weeks, I've noticed you put some pictures up and I was like, this guy's fucking waist came down already. Are you doing anything specific for it? Nothing different that we did for North American. We're just kind of continuing the process really. Um, 
just keep it. He's been Matt's actually been here in Florida with me for a majority of the time. Yeah. He just went home um, Saturday, and he's gonna come back again uh, next Saturday. Well, the Saturday coming up. So he's been able to keep a real eye on me. So mm. every day, it's it's been different. Do you think it's just the length of the diet? Because you're dieting longer, you're starting. Oh, for drinking? sure. Yeah. The, the longer the diet is, the, the the smaller your waist should get. Yeah. You know, and I just think that's what's happening at this point. What about, what are you doing? Are, are your cheat meals nasty or are your cheat meals really small? Because I know you said you're not a food guy. We, we don't, since this entire prep, we've only had one cheat meal. So what do, what do you, um, with, so what do you guys just do refeeds, like clean food? No, he actually let me go have, I went to this place called Burger Fry in Florida. Okay. And he let me get a two doubles and a large fry. When was that? Uh, Saturday. That was your first cheat since, like, you started prep for the North Americans? Probably, yeah, probably since I was, like, 12 weeks out from North Americans, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. I, ate that, I ate that probably literally two minutes. It was gone. <laughs> I feel so bad for you right now, man. I'm like, holy fuck. So wait, I, I'm still confused at the, at, the, at the part where he said, you're, how are you 300 pounds and you're not a food guy? Well, he doesn't – well, because I had him on the podcast like a month ago. We talked about it, and, and Nick said that he's not like – you said you don't crave stuff that much, right? No, when I went to off-season, I eat – Matt has – we eat a shit ton of food, so I don't really ever crave, you know, burgers and fries and things like that. Yeah, like when I say food guy, guy, when I mean like when somebody's a food guy, they're like craving fucking shit all the time. Oh, oh. You oh. Mean, he I means like, like – you don't eat a like lot. Himself. Yeah. So you've gone, so you've gone like a long time with no cheats. And I think, I actually think that's the reason why your stomach keeps coming down. So, and then even your cheat that you had was just burger and fries. Wasn't anything, wasn't really a big deal. No, but it was fantastic though. Does it make you want to, are you kind of like when I cheat, I want to cheat again the next day or is it gone? You just, that's it. Oh no, I, I want to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like even more here. I'm like, yeah, right. Oh, shit. Here See? We go. <laughs> I had a, uh, I had it's like that metabolism kicks in and you're just fucking like, can't stop it. Yeah. Well, it's actually physiological. This is the part I had Lane Norton on my podcast uh, a while back. And I remember I asked him, I said, you know, when people eat sugar and eat a lot of like sugary junk foods and stuff like that, the next morning when I wake up, usually I'm like, I want to fucking have more sugar. Like I feel like I'm craving it again. And he goes, no, that's just in your head. And I, that's not true because they've done studies that say the brain, it's like sugar acts like cocaine where the brain's the sugar, the brain is stimulated by the sugar. Yeah. That's why you want to go back to it. For sure. So that's why I asked when you had that cheat, like, was it harder the next day to get back to your program? No, not the next day, but right after. Yeah. Yeah. I was was ready to, I probably could have had another three more doubles at that point. (laughs) What was the workout like the next day after a cheat? Oh, I did quads and it was amazing. Yeah, are you still I, pro- are you still killing heavyweight or no? For sure. Yeah, you're not you're not taking it easy. Like even though you're only like a couple weeks out now, four week, three weeks no. out. No, no, no. What are you squatting right now? I don't squat. Oh, sorry, you don't squat, but you're hack squat. What are you hack squatting? Well, I actually switched. So this gym I go to has what's called like a uh, it's called a true squat. Yeah. That machine is absolutely insane. Okay. I haven't seen so it. Let me, it. I'm going to try and look it up while you're talking. I have it on my Instagram, actually. Right, let um, me, I'll see if I can find it. You keep talking. 
<laughs> and I went up to about four plates on there, and that it, it just murders the fuck out of your quads, man. True. I'm trying to think. Is it like a pendulum type squat? Kind of, but you're not on an angle like a pendulum. So this is Nick's page. How far down is it? It should be too far. You'll see it. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Maybe check, hit that one. Which one's that? Go, up, go hit the picture. I think I might have videos on that. No? Yeah, this yeah, thing? this one right here. Yeah, oh, That's yeah. fucking sweet, man. I've never seen that before. It's like a fucking vertical hack squat. It's, it's awesome. Hard to tell what's going on because the guy that's squatting his legs are so tiny you can't see what the fuck. Look, they get your fucking legs, dude. What the dude, fuck? It's so stupid. It doesn't even make sense. No, it doesn't make sense at all. But that machine is fucking amazing, man. Oh, that's like a back. I, like you could probably do a whole workout on that. Just that machine. Yeah, yeah. That looks really, really fucking cool. It's you know like, what that reminds me of? It, you know the lying uh, sled. Um, horizontal leg press machine. Yeah, yeah. It almost reminds me of a vertical version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about, guy. Yeah, that's pretty fucking badass. Now, I bet you that saves your back. That's something I gotta get in my fucking gym. Is that is that an old thing? What this? I, yeah, it's pretty old. Yeah, it looks old. All the old shit's better, man. So, bro, I, uh, and people will disagree all day long. No, man, the old shit's better. Look at this. Look at this waist. Bringing this waist in. That's good, I don't man. know what's more shocking, how small his waist is or how fucking far he pulled down in front of those pants. Yeah, what's up with that, Nick? Why are you trying to show us your junk? Because... <laughs> well, I got to make sure everyone gets the full view of the waist. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. Look at this, though. This is pretty. This is good. Good for you, man. Um. <laughs> His peak from the back are, right here. Are, are literally like Marcus Rule-esque. I know, I know. Ridiculous. I know. It's crazy. Well, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to, it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens in a couple of weeks. Um, so, Who, guy, you're, you're doing that show. Me and Nick are doing that show. I know you two idiots are doing it. Who else? <laughs> uh, Justin uh, Rodriguez is doing it. Akeem uh, Williams. Akeem Williams is doing it. Josh I think, Wade. Is Max Charles jumping in or no? I I haven't heard nothing. No. It was Ser uh, Sergio. It, uh, doing Sergio it? I think Sergio's doing it too. I think Sergio needs the Sergio points. Sergio was jumping in. Sergio's got to win or get. I think he needs more points at least anyway because I think he's only top three points could get to go on, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, aren't they doing like top two or three from each from the bodybuilding goes to the O now? No. No, only, that's only for Spain. Yeah, Spain. Oh. So the Spain pro gets the top three get to go to the Olympia. That's why Big Ramy went there. He didn't want to battle. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's talking shit already. Um, I'm, I'm just Nick's kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you know no, you're, Nick. Nick is like the white Akeem Williams. He's like that fucking freak show. Like I don't know. Yeah, I, you know what? I can see that. Except Akeem, Those two went on stage back. <laughs> it would be like a fucking meal on stage isn't that crazy i'm <laughs> gonna have him fucking i'm gonna have to stand Akeem's on stage huge. and nick's, nick nick is huge hey guy i'm gonna have to stand on stage with fucking nick and akeem they look I like my fault i didn't that's I, you signed that contract not but me. but it could be interesting <laughs> but wait a minute it could be interesting because the opposite of nick and akeem is me and justin so that's pretty big though 
Uh, I don't know. Not, no. not when they stand next to fucking you. Not two. not you. Not he's not thick like you and you and Akeem are. Like I have a similar shape to to Justin. He's probably bigger than me now. I've lost some size, so you, but you're gonna run into what I run into. I'm never gonna be the biggest guy on stage. So if I'm I'm I have to be peeled out of my mind, and pray that the judges go for conditioning, and that's what you know what my favor. You know what's interesting is it could come out where Sergio benefits from all of it because, because he's kind of he's, he's in the middle of the road. He's, of a, he's a cross of both parties, right? So it could be interesting that way. Isn't it interesting breaking down a show that you're entering, Nick? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> like, Nick's like, like, Nick's like, you're all fucking dead. It's like, <laughs> I'm it's kicking like, all your asses. <laughs> it's like we're doing a we're doing a Chicago Pro broke, breakdown, and two of us are actually in the show. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I think I can be objective, even though I'm doing the show. I don't. I think. Uh, God, you're peeled, bro. No, no, I'm not worried about. Listen, I'm not worried about placing or you're anything. You're peeled, that. though. That's not, I'm, I'm getting there. I, I still have a little bit more to go, but I just like, I just like thinking about it objectively, like taking myself out of it. I do think Sergio has a good cross of the size, the shape, the, the size conditioning. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, kind of brings, he kind of brings a little bit of everything. So I think Sergio would be the, the, and he, I mean, obviously he's got his placings to back him up. So, I mean, he's already shown that he can, he can place well and do well. So sure. I think Sergio is the guy to beat if I had to pick somebody out of the show so far, only because, we haven't seen you stand next to anybody, Nick, so I can't pick you yet. No, no, no. That's fine. You know, yeah. that's why I think the show is going to be really interesting to see where I stand. You know? That's exactly it. It's really exciting to see somebody come in that hasn't – I mean, like, when you're standing there by yourself or you're standing there on the amateur stage, everybody looks at you and goes, holy fuck, that guy should be a pro. Like, why is that guy not a, not a pro? So now it's yeah. really interesting because we finally get to see you stand next to the pros that's and see and exactly. see what's what. So, so. That's, that's, that's the exciting part for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guy, what's going on? You're dieting for the Olympia? Yeah, that show. That big show, the one that they call the, they call the Olympia? Are you going to, how are you going to do the 212, man? Are you going to crack the top five, top three? What are you going to do? I, uh, do you care anymore? Is it just because you want to be great or what? Wait, what? Well, I mean, sometimes like, is it because you want to bring your best or is it because you actually have a placing in mind that you want? Um, I, I always, listen, my, the goal is always to win and you gotta be delusional. You gotta be delusional to not think that, but, um, you know, I know that from what I went through and and the injuries and the issues, like my physique might not be, um, the best it's ever been, but, um, I started doing stuff after I saw, I saw a neurosurgeon last week, um, for my back because I was debating that I was, this was a strong possibility that this was going to be my last year and I was going to keep it to myself. Yeah, uh, but that's not the case. So, um, my days now consist of literally trying to keep my back um, strong. So I, I literally wake up in the morning and I do cardio, and then I um, stretch for. for I, and I'm soaking wet by the time I'm soaked more from stretching than I am from doing cardio. And then mm. I eat, and then I go right to physical therapy for my back and my shoulders. And then I come home, eat another two meals, go to the gym. So my next 12 weeks is going to be like my own little bodybuilding camp. And I think if I continue to do the little things, um, because I look at somebody like Kamal who won the 212 and I think I have more of a similar structure to that than Mm. somebody like a Derek Lunsford. Yeah. Um, So I feel like, and, and Kamal wasn't the biggest guy on stage when he won the 212. Do you think, but do you think Kamal, and and I'm asking you to judge people that you're going to be sitting on stage with. I know this gets uncomfortable for people, but. No, I I am nothing that's uncomfortable for me. That's true. You are guys. <laughs> do you, do you, do you think, 
do you think Kamal is better than Derek Lunsford? Well, in if they were both at their best or what was on stage? Yes, no, 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 no. Just, let's say they both show up 100%. If they're both Derek. on their A game, I would have Derek easily. Okay, okay, good. So yeah. we agree, we agree but, there. But I can say this, and Derek's bigger than me, but I think me at my best, standing next to the past two Derek's that we've seen, I think I would blow Derek out of the water. Well, if he doesn't show yeah. up, if he doesn't show up in shape, because yeah. He yeah. Shows up, he and I and every time people always think I bash Derek and I don't because I, I the kid is a fucking an amazing bodybuilder. He yeah. just he has to get figure his shit out, whatever that is, for yeah. looking the way he looks because the day of the show he looks very like sucked down, stringy, flat and watery, like yeah, a whole, like I, a whole combo. Can I say? Can I ask you something? Because you're you know I'm not as familiar with two twelve and getting into weight and all that stuff. The only familiarity I have with it, with it is John Meadows looks better at 225 than he does at 212 right yes but he would never compete as an open guy because he'd get crushed yes so he would suck down to 212 and then he would look like not his best and he would go on stage and not do well and he'd be unhappy is Derek Lunsford when I look at Derek Lunsford I have no idea how he makes 212 and I'm like is he looking bad because he's trying to get weight off that he shouldn't be getting off no and I'm, I know I'm going to answer this um as a matter of factly <clears throat> because when I did Tampa last year, which was in July, August, August, August. Yeah. That was maybe, I think it was around six weeks out. Yeah. Derek told me at that point, he was actually below the weight and he could make two twelve the next day and was debating doing the show. So to me, no, he does not. That, lose can that be, can, can that be true? You can get him on the fucking show. No, no, and no, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying he didn't. Say that to you. I'm not saying he didn't say that to you. I'm saying, could he been fucking with you? Because like, no. it seems, seems like there's no way he would be under two twelve. No, it's like Kevin. I, I feel like Kevin. Derek should be open. Yeah, Derek should be open. I think so too. I think Derek should be open too, but it's like Kevin English. Like Kevin had like muscle that just hung off his bones. He had like hollow bones. Yeah, yeah. How you do you Derek? think, Nick? Nick, how do you think? Uh, Derek would do an open. Like, let's let's I, say I let's say Derek let's say Derek did Chicago or or Spain. How do you think he would do? Because honestly, he'd be giving up like thirty pounds at, at least. Well, as an open, yeah, I think he'd do really well. Really well as in really well as in what? Top three, top five, top ten? I give him top three. You think Derek Lunsford would be top three in Chicago if he was an open guy? I do. I could probably see that too, actually. I don't think he could beat Sergio. I don't think he could beat you. I don't know if he'd be top three because I don't know if he could beat Justin. I don't want to put myself in the mix just because I don't like doing that. I don't know you if don't he, could, think he could beat Justin. I think he could beat Justin. Well, if Justin brought his stomach in a little bit from New York, Justin's pretty fucking. Hey, let impressive. me ask you. Wait, let me ask you a question. What are we basing Derek can beat Justin off of? Because Derek couldn't beat fucking Kamal in the Olympia showing up how he looked. We're just basing it on his shape and because I'm what I'm, I'm what saying. My, if Derek brought this, if Derek brought the package from the O to an open Chicago show, he would not do well. No, no, no. What if, I'm what I'm basing my premise on is if he was able to just keep his weight the where it should be, and he came in in shape at like two twenty five or something. Yeah, but I don't Derek think looks his best him. at like three weeks out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, but I, I still don't think – I think he'd be giving up a lot of size to Justin. And Justin's got nice shape too. It's not like – because Derek's 
Derek's benefit is that he's got nice shape, but so does Justin. But Justin's going to outweigh yeah. him by. Tw- but Justin's going to outweigh him by twenty five pounds. You know what I mean? Like Justin probably goes on stage at two forty five, two fifty five. I mean, you, yeah, it makes sense. But then you look at you know going back to two twelve. You look at Sean Clarita. Everyone outweighs him. Yeah, but he can't stand. And he's top with- three in Olympia. Where was he? he? Did he place third at the Olympia? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, there's arguably, some... arguably could have been second, in my opinion. So, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, you're right. I mean, weight doesn't say everything. I just don't know if Derek could beat Justin. He beat I mean, a statement and say this. I could have had Sean probably winning. And if and and with that said, there were so many fucking great guys in that two twelve class that shit the fucking bed. For sure. That, that's why a lot of guys were able to play. That's why Kamal won. That's why fucking Sean took third. That's what like I Sean shouldn't even. I think Sean should should have been second, bar none. But that yeah, that's why you saw like don't bang, guys, on, like, don't bang on the table. Don't bang on the table. Oh, well, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there's audio. Because the audio version, people are listening, right? <laughs> um, guys like Nicholas Vlad. Um, I know John Jewett took fourth. You had Sammy Al Haddad, David Henry. Um, hey, guy. Rea, who I thought was fucking peeled out of his guy. mind. I mean, they're like, Eduardo probably, in my opinion, was the most overlooked guy in the 212 class. Guy, why are guys in the 212 not coming in shape if – I thought the whole point of getting down in weight would help them. I mean, I thought everybody would have to be in shape because they have to get down to a certain weight. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that, mean, wouldn't that mean that they'd be in shape because they have to get there? I think what people did the past two years, and this is my opinion – and I obviously wasn't there because mm. I haven't competed at the O in the past two years. Yeah. Is that I think they were hyping up Derek Lunsford. Um, they were kind of grooming him as the next Mr. Olympia. And yeah. I think if you look at Derek, he's a big fucking kid. Oh, I see and where you're going with this. A lot of the guys were like, well, Derek's one of the fucking front runners and he's a big motherfucker. So I got to be, in order to stand next to him, I got to be a big motherfucker. So Mm. A lot of people, instead of staying in their lane and doing what they do to look their best, they try to play his game. Yeah, you can't do that. You got to play your own game. How many Olympias have you done, guy? This will be seven. Seven Olympias. Good for you, man. That's a fucking. Awesome. That's a. That's a feather in your cap for sure. Yeah, I don't. What, it's funny, like you say what's that, the What's the show? Well, I know I say that it doesn't mean a lot to you, but I, like I said, I've told people before this. I've qualified four times and I only went once, and that's probably my only regret of my career is. I wish I would have gone all the times, even if I would have took last every single time because there's a lot of fanfare and things because because I never felt good enough. You know how, you know, like, you know, okay. It's, it's called, uh, it's called fear. (laughs) You know, you know, um, you know, you you ever meet the guy in the gym who like looks awesome and I'm like, Hey, are you going to compete? And the guy's like, I'm not big enough yet. And that guy, and that guy never gets on stage. Yeah, I think it was almost that kind of symptom where I was like, I qualified for the show, but I don't think I'm going to win. So I don't want to go and just fucking place. I, I, I had this. I mean, I felt the same way because I was. But what I had in the back of my head, I was always like, oh, not going to be a good bodybuilder. Not going to ever turn pro. Not going to ever win a show. Not, so it's like things just kept. So I was just like, I'm just going to keep trying and see what happens. And whatever, you, know? you, want to know, you want to know the truth is, this is, this is going to be a huge revelation to a lot of people. Which, and this will probably get used against me by some troll somewhere down the road. But this is an actual fact. Is sometimes when your stock is high, 
you don't want to go do a show and get spanked and then have your stock drop. Hundred percent. Right? Like Nick, I'll yeah. give you t- uh, Nick. Let's take you for example, right? And I'm not saying yeah. this is going to happen to you because you're you're a good bodybuilder and you're confident and you know what you're doing. But let's say for example, you just won the North Americans. The whole world is like Nick Walker is going to be a fucking sensation, right? Yeah. And then you do Chicago and you take seventh. And it's a bust. And people are like, ah, oh, fuck. And then your stock. Stray uh, Brewer. Yeah, your stock. Stray Brewer, Trey. right? <laughs> and right. Your, stock, your stock goes from here and it goes, and it hits the fucking yeah. tank. So my calculation in my mind was always, and I'm not saying this is, this is not why I didn't do it, but it's probably factored into my decision. I didn't want my stock to drop. I was like, okay, I qualified. I'm on a high. I'm just going to kind of stay there and ride it out. Yeah. And then I, there was obviously other factors that played into it, but that was probably part of the decision-making factor because, you know, you're going to go there and you're not going to be, I was like, I'm going to go there. I'm not going to be in the top 10. I might be 10th. I might be eight. So that's what Nick, Nick, that's what you're going to learn is like, whether you're at the top or in the middle of the back or whatever, you'll, you can like the way Fuad's talking, you might be like, Oh, how does he know that? Because at, at, when you've been doing it as long as us, we, I bet you, if you put, some of the veteran guys in a room, we could probably all tell you very closely what the top 10 of the Olympia are going to be without even just by having the names in front of us. Yeah. There would be a couple guys that you could like shuffle, but, exactly. but for exactly. the most part, you would have the 10 picked out. Yes. So yeah. I was always like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to be 12th. And it, it was a, it was a shitty thing. Cause now looking back, I'm like, I probably should have went and been 12th. Cause it still would have been awesome. Like, and that's why I'm saying that to, to you guy, even though like seven times is amazing, even though, you know, what's your highest placing at the Olympia? Sixth. Third, fourth, sixth, sixth. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't, but it doesn't fucking matter. Cause like when your career is done and you've closed the book, you're like, I did the Olympia seven fucking times. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty fucking awesome. So what can Nick expect uh, to walk onto the Olympia stage? If he gets there, what can, what can he expect his first time out guy? Can you describe that for him? Yeah, it's going to be surreal. Well, it's you're you're going to be backstage with people that you looked up to and that you like watched and paid attention to and idolized if you, you know, like me when I was yeah. No, no, I'm not talking about like me. When I was growing up, like when I was backstage in my first Olympia and there was fucking like Branch and fucking Jay and like this. Yeah, that's fan is. It's it's fucking <laughs> crazy. Like you're just sitting there and it's like I used to look like read the magazines with these guys and watch the battle for the O's and now I'm like sitting backstage I'm, like you're with trying these guys the, now the, the your first Olympia will be the first and only time you're kind of like fanboying backstage yeah, yeah. that happened to me after yeah. that yeah. Well, first Olympia you're gonna be like okay I got the I'm just glad to be here bug out, which everybody has. And you're going to be yeah. after that is going to be like, now I'm here to fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Right. But that first one, you're like, oh, this is, but I want to ask, I want to ask Nick, cause I feel like the landscape of bodybuilding is a little bit different. Yeah. Cause I know Nick, you're, you're like one of your heroes is Cutler and like, yeah, yeah. do you really have, and you know, Phil is gone now and Kai is gone now. And like, do you really have any heroes? Like, I'm sure there's some guys that you look to, but is there any really heroes at the Olympia that you kind of like, most of those guys are kind of gone, no? They are. So like for me, like I, I watched a lot of your videos when I was younger. I watched a couple, a lot of Flex Lewis when I was younger, but that, that was really it. You know, beside the ones that are out of the Olympia now, I mean, yeah. I watched a lot of Phil Heath. Um, 
Well, like, that's why I, I wanted you to do the show specifically, just because I watched a lot of your videos. Yeah, yeah. So to stand on stage next to you is going to be cool, you know? Yeah. But like at the Olympia, um, at the Olympia, there's nobody. Like, let's say you win Chicago and you move on. Yeah. I don't know. Is I don't know if you're going to have the thing that guy's talking about. Are you? Uh, listen. So, especially with my mindset and how my mentality is. I'll probably fanboy for a good five to ten minutes, and then I'll realize <laughs> what, what what the fuck I'm here to do. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I know I will never win my first Olympia. It's not going to happen. I probably won't win my second, my third, whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm there to 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 win. Like that's the mindset that I have. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I'm always going to have. I like that. I like that. It's going to be exciting, man. A couple of weeks. Um, let's get into yeah. some questions, guys. We've got a, a whole bunch here. People are fucking furious. I put this up like <laughs> last last week, and I've been in prep, and I'm just tired, and I haven't got around to it. So you did. I, I remember seeing that. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was putting. It's, it's, you know what happened? I was putting out like a video every fucking day, and then I started. I increased my antiestrogens. Yeah. And all, and, all, and all of a sudden, I was like, I don't want to get off the couch. I don't nope. want anybody to talk to me. I don't want to fucking move. <clears throat> So we all get there. It's all right. Isn't it crazy? You think it's like the body fat or the carbs, but it doesn't nothing fuck me until I increase my antiestrogens. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, okay. Let's get into it. Would you rather eat pancakes with Frank's red hot or chicken and rice with Hershey syrup? Chicken and rice with Hershey, Hershey syrup. Yeah, no doubt. Right. That's a simple one. Who the fuck wants to put Frank's red hot on pancakes? Not me. Um, Compete first at your first show natural or take PEDs and place higher if you're trying to chase that pro card and get there as soon as possible. So I think he's asking, is it better to compete at a show natural or is it better just to start doing what you got to do to get to your ultimate goal? No, I, I think you should always try and reach your genetic potential first. What do you think? What do you think, guy? I think, first of all, A, it depends on the fucker's age. Well, that's yeah. true. Um, but I, I think people see uh, what he said. I disagree with. He's worrying about chasing a pro card. He never competed, never done a show, never qualified for nationals, never did a national show. But his goal is to be a pro. His goal should be to win a, a bodybuilding show first. That's a good point. True. Very, Very true. Point. Yeah. Okay. So, but let's say, let's say this guy's goal, ultimate goal is to become a pro bodybuilder. And he says, I got to win this first show and see how I do. Is it better for him to just do it natural? Or is it better for him to say, you know what? These guys are going to be doing, I'm going to be doing gear one day anyway. So I might as well start now. I don't think you learn your body until you do it naturally and push your genetic potential to its limits. And then if you want to put an ad in PEDs, it, that, that's your choice. But I think starting gear at an early age when your genetic potential isn't even close to being reached yet, I think is silly. Nick, how, when did you start? I, I think it'll kill the longevity of your career. Yeah. And Nick, when did you start? Did you train natural for how long before you started? Uh, well, I started training serious when I was probably 15. Um, and I started PDs when I was 18. So three years, that's a good time. Guy, what about you? How long did you train natural before you started? Dude, I didn't start until I was like, and the end of college. Jesus Christ. So, um, I, funny, like I was, I, I had this conversation with, uh, I trained with a kid yesterday in my gym, who's 19. Yeah. And he was telling me he was on like tests. And, I, and it was the crazy part is 
is that when I was um, in high school. Wait, wait, hold on. Time out, time out. Guy, you, you trained with a kid that was 15, but you can never train with me? No, I said he was 19, you fuck. <laughs> or 19? How come you never trained well, with you me? You said you want to do Jay's TV. I said, let's go. When? Where? You always bailed on me, man. <sighs> Called out, called out. Please, live. Hold on. Live Show on the me show. the text message. Show me the text message. This is good I TV. I like this. bring it up on my phone, but. <laughs> we were supposed to train the one time, and there was one time that I couldn't, but we trained. We, didn't we train the day you were here with fucking Matt? No, nah, that shit doesn't fucking count. No, I'm man. saying, we but we. Arms. Yeah, what, arms what, doesn't count. Arms doesn't count. Wait, like wait, no, no, wait, you asked me to train and drive to fucking Belmar. Or not Belmar, Kirsten. No, no, in Wildwood. That's three hours from me. I would have drove right to you. Whose idea was to drive to Wildwood? I you said you Wild want to come train with me at Attilus. I was like, no. I don't remember that part. Yeah, that's the one I was like, I'm not driving three hours. All right. To All right. And you, you guys can hash this I would have came to you, though. You're Whatever you cool. want, bro. Whatever you want. Well, I'm not now. I'm in fucking Florida. Oh, in fucking Florida now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, hold on. So let me finish. Go so back to your story. The guy was saying that he took um because he trains at my gym. He just wanted to work out with me. I was like, Yeah, you can jump in. So he's telling me he's taking tests. He's like, Oh, he's like, you I go, dude. I said, No lie. When I was in high school, and this is God's honest truth, I didn't even know what steroids were. The biggest thing I remember in high school was Andrustine. Remember the stuff like Mark McGuire took? Yeah, yeah. Like that yeah, was like yeah. steroids to me. Yeah, yeah. Like that was like it, it like top of the line, like scary, like you're flirting with the bad stuff. I didn't hear anything about steroids till I was actually in college. Um, I did everything the wrong way. I, I did. I the day I started bodybuilding was the day I started doing gear, which was when. Like, I was just shy of twenty. See, I didn't even start. I bodybuilding. started when I was eighteen. Yeah, but I but I'm saying like I didn't start lifting. Like I started lifting. Like, oh, you started when training, I started because I used to do like just circuit training and like cardio and shit because I was trying to stay from keep from being a fat guy. And then when I finally decided to start lifting like a bodybuilder, I was like, well, got to get on some gear, got to fucking do it all at the same time. Okay. And yeah, I picked yeah. the, I picked the show and I kind of did everything just fit together and I did it all together. So okay. I'm probably the wrong guy to ask because I'm doing exactly what you said not to do. I, I did exactly what you guys said not to do, but the cautionary tale is that pro I think that a lot of the injuries I have and stuff are because I didn't take enough time training naturally before getting on gear. I would disagree. You think so? No. I just had this conversation. I just had this conversation no. with uh, Josh Lenarowitz. You did, yeah. I read, I and we were we were that. talking about how if you train longer naturally, you're probably less susceptible to injury later on. No, it's because you're taught. Look at the guys you're talking about, Fuad. You're talk and I'm banged up too. You, me, Josh, Branch, Ronnie. There, you take the guys that don't train like that. There's there's uh, more guys that don't train like that than guys like Nick. Like Nick, like Nick's an anomaly. Nick handles weight like for perfect form, slow control time. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, but yeah. like you want to talk about like the old school hardcore training guys like Jose Raymond, Derek Farnsworth, me. You, Ronnie, Branch, fucking, uh, like, all those guys are banged the fuck up. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Because we trained a certain way because that's just how we were built and that's how we were yeah. programmed. You take guys like 
Dexter, like Rodin. So you like don't think Cedric, so? It, so wait like a minute. Ty. I get it. You don't think you don't think having a a couple, two, three, four years of natural training first would have strengthened tendons and got my body more primed for being enhanced. I think it would have helped a little bit, but I think if you would have done what you did and trained differently, that, that those injuries wouldn't have happened anyway. Yeah, I see. Okay. I okay. Okay. Uh, next question, Nick Walker versus Hunter. Who you got? Nick, you can't Nick answer. Walker. Nick, you can't answer. Uh, <laughs> All right, Nick Walker versus Hunter. Who you got? I would have Nick on size, Hunter on lines and shape. So it depends I, on what you like. I have to see them next to each other. It's it's compelling. Hunter has very gorgeous lines. He's very like Flex Lewis S. He's got gorgeous lines. He's, so, he's, you have, you're, so you have a master, yeah. and you have you have like a Dorian and a Flex Wheeler. Well, I wouldn't go that. I wouldn't go that. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. No, no, yeah, no. Flex Wheeler is really a mass monster and a nice physique. I got I got what you're saying, but Nick's Nick's not. I think sometimes when people and Nick, I'm going to talk about you like you're not here. I think sometimes. <laughs> I, I think sometimes when people say the term mass monster, they mean it as far as like that guy looks like a fridge, right? Like people used to talk about Jay, like Jay looks like a fridge. Like he's not like he's square. He's not pretty to look at whatever. Right. I don't think Nick has that problem. I don't think Nick's a fridge. No, he doesn't have a, he's but that's what a, I'm saying. So even though, even though Hunter's lines are prettier, the aesthetics of Nick is not that far off. No, no, that's why I said lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm just I trying. Didn't, to... I didn't say his shape and structure and symmetry. I said yeah. his actual like actual lines. Like, yeah, lines yeah. in Hunter's legs are very flesh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got but, you. Like I'm talking about physical lines. I got what you're saying. Lines. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I can agree with you there. I can agree with you there. So who would win? I think you need to see him next to each other, right? Because it, depend, it depends how much size Hunter would be giving up, if any. It, it, well, it would depend on how conditioned Nick is and how big and conditioned Hunter is. Because if Nick is substantially bigger and in very good condition and he outsizes Hunter and Hunter's in great condition, then to me, I would give that coin toss to, to but do Nick. You think, but do you think Nick's condition was better than Hunter's was in Tampa? Because Tampa was – he was – Hunter, I don't think, was fully shredded. In Tampa, and I think Nick is harder I, at the I North Americans. Both the pictures of Nick and Hunter and everybody at that show looked like dog shit. No, oh. because like the stage shots from what I saw, like Nick looked better at the photos that I saw him just standing backstage because the lighting was just atrocious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like you know, like when he was backstage and it was like darker and his tan was dark. To me, he looked more impressive just standing there good than point. on stage because the lights just washed everybody out. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Why can't we get the fucking lighting right? I think it. I, I don't fucking. You know, I promote shows, and we always promote our shows in a theater, and I think that's a fucking dramatic difference. I think the only way to get the lighting right is to have the stage lighting be the only lighting on. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like at a theater, you have that down lighting, right? Whereas, this, whereas what they're doing is they're just putting a stage up and they're setting up some lights, yes. and you don't get the dramatic effect of like a theater yeah. lighting. Mm-hmm. So, um, would you trade the existence of your channel? Your well, let's skip this one because it's just me. Um, do you guys ever what? Okay. <laughs> Thoughts on CrossFit clowns who drop bars from above their heads, even their even in their warmups. Uh, I hate it. Yeah, I can't stand that shit either. I think it's, I think it's annoying. 
I think it's ridiculous, and they should go home. What are you guys talking about? You know the CrossFit, you know the CrossFit, like the clean and jerk, and then they just drop the bar, and that's like a rep, and it's like just the snatch that's the fucking they, bar. They drop it? They drop it from the – Yeah, they just drop it, man. Yeah, from like head height, yeah. If I saw somebody drop a weight from my gym from head height, I'd fucking go get out of here. Well, they, that's why they have the rubber plates, right, and the rubber fucking mats and all that shit, so they can do that shit. Like and it bounces. It's set up for that, but it's just annoying as fuck. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Can you just like – can you lift the weight properly? Okay, so, so, so we, all, we all agree. Okay. Um, what toppings would you put on a perfect pizza, Nick? Nick are Sausage. You, Nick, are you Italian? Bacon, pepperoni, ham. A meat lover's pizza, I guess. Guy, what about you? Guy, what about you? <laughs> Nick, are you Italian? Hot out. Yeah, yeah. Nick's, yeah. Nick's naming every fucking animal on the planet yeah, that yeah. he's throwing. In the <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say chicken, chicken, beef. Well, I was next, um, and I just was like, you know what, meat lovers, screw yeah. it. I'm, I'm a, I like fucking a plain cheese, or 99% of the time, I get a fucking margarita pie, a real margarita pizza. If you don't know what a real margarita pizza is, so you're like the authentic Italian guy. Yeah, I order fucking margarita pizza. Okay, I'm like a. I'm a, if you I'm gonna, say Domino's, I'm going to fucking kill you. No, no. Actually, Windsor's known for their pizza. We do a lot of good pizza here. But um, no, I do pepperoni, bacon, uh, mushroom, green pepper is usually my go-to. See, that's not like too much on the pizza. It's, see, it's, that's almost like too th- – I like – But I No, no, no. But I usually do I – don't, I don't go to places that put like a fuck ton of shit on it. And if yeah. they do, I always ask for light toppings. I don't like – you know, some people think like the more toppings they have, the better because they're getting their money's worth. Yeah. yeah, I think it's disgusting. I like just a scrap. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't like that shit. I like a uh, sparse toppings. Sparse, that's a very fucking. <laughs> 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 Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, that's not college for you. Dur- during your best off season, how much stage weight did you put on, and what was your diet and gear protocol like? So we're not going to go into gear protocols because it's absolutely ridiculous because everybody's different. Uh, so is diet, but we can probably touch on a couple things that we did. Um, Nick, you can start. What's the best, what's the most amount of weight you put on in one good off season? Uh, well, let's see. After US days, I was 237 last year and I got up to about 300 pounds. Yeah. But how much, what stage weight? Like how much was your next stage weight? Oh, well, at uh, North Americans, I got a, I was two forty six. So. so you put on nine pounds. Yeah. Was, yeah. But what's what's the most stage weight you put on one year? Is that nine pounds? If I had to say solid lean tissue for stage, yeah. 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 Okay. What about you, guy? I'll never forget it. I did uh, my pro debut in two thousand ten, one eighty three. And uh, the following year was when I won my first pro show, and, and I almost didn't make weight to, at 202. I just stripped down to my trunks. <laughs> what? Uh, three to 202, whatever that is. What was? 19. So what was the – so for you, Guy, that was probably just because you were fresh, and it was nothing anything dramatic that you did, just because you were new. Yeah, probably. Nick, what was it – like, was there an impactful thing in that offseason that made you get that jump? Do you remember? It's just a style of training. And the way we ate. Oh, that was the year you told me you changed everything that year. Yeah. So you went, you pulled back to some lower intensity stuff. 
Well, we want high intensity, low volume. That low volume, it. low volume. That's what you did. But what did you do eating wise that was different? Just more food. More food. More, more clean food. Isn't that crazy? Most people think more training, more food, and you're like less training, more food, and that's how you got yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing that so much more now, though. And more guys that I talk to do like push pull legs. Oh, I hate that. I can't do that. I can't do that either. Like, so I train six days a week, and like sometimes people are like that's too much, or then then I hear like you guy you do too much volume. You do, and I'm just like I, I just do what I think is enough, and I stop. Like that's how I train. Me and you are a very similar, guy. I have learned that five days is better than six. So I, I've been doing six. Yeah, six. When I got the bulk I of my five. when I got the bulk of my injuries, because I used to do five. All right. So what's your all right? Let me ask you a question. What's what's your split? Uh, well, I have a whole video. It changes all the time. I mean, sometimes because because sometimes I'll hit legs twice in a week. Sometimes I'll hit back twice in a week. Sometimes I'll hit chest twice in a week. It depends what I'm prioritizing. You don't have set days? No. Yeah, Nick, I like what are your set but days? But they, they move though. Like, like I'll do like, like chest and shoulders. Then I'll do fucking hams and quads. Then I'll do uh, See, arm, I can't. How do you arms. do that? How do you, I, See, right, right now I do, I do. Wait a minute. I don't have an arm day. So Monday I do back. Okay. Tuesday I take off. Wednesday, I do chest and biceps. Thursday, I do hamstrings. Friday is shoulders and triceps. Saturday, I take off and Sunday squats. So you take Friday and, Friday and Tuesday off? Tuesday and Saturday. Tuesday and Saturday off. Okay. What were you going to say, Guy? How do you what? I was going to – how do you – like, I can't train quads and hams together, and I'm not saying I – No, like, no, no, but that's, why I do, but that's why I do them both, right? So that's why I said hams and quads because my Tuesday workout – is predominantly hamstrings, and I'll throw in one quad exercise. Oh, you, you do like a little touch-up, right? Yeah, and then on Saturday, Saturday's okay. my quad day, and I'll throw in a little bit of hamstrings. I do that with my arms. Like when I do yeah. chest, I'll do a little bit of biceps. When I do back, I'll yeah. do a little bit of cut. But yeah, I, yeah. I do Monday is back and a little bit of tries. Tuesday's shoulders, Wednesday's quads, Thursday's chest, a little buys, and uh, Friday's hamstrings, Saturday arms, Sunday off, repeat. Yeah, I, I think trained six straight days. Yeah, I was doing that too. That's when I got most of my injuries, man. I honestly think going back to five. I, you know what it is, bro? I don't know. And this might sound crazy. Uh, Fuad, and I know people like, I don't know how else to fucking do a split. Like, I'll, I, I'll set up for you right now. Listen. No, no, just ready. Can you hear me out? My arms, especially after my surgery, suck a fucking bag of dicks. They're horrible. Doesn't they matter. Fucking, doing them twice a week is not going to do shit. No, I don't do them twice a week, but I, 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 I refuse to not have just an arm day. No, no, you, should, an arm you, should, day. you should have an arm day. So listen, hear me out. So, so Monday, right? Monday, back. Tuesday, hams, quads. Uh, Wednesday, arms. Right? Thursday, off. Friday, chest and shoulders. Saturday, listen. Friday, chest and shoulders. Saturday, quads and, and hams, and then Sunday off. So now you have Thursday and Sunday off. And you hit everything, and you had an arm day, and you hit legs twice a week. Yeah, but I – okay, that's the thing. I don't need to hit legs twice a week. Are you just talking no, about – No, you can just – okay, okay. You can just switch that for something else, though. You want to hit – maybe you want to hit back twice a week. Maybe you want to hit – you know what I mean? I'm just saying after, that's your – After the podcast, I'll, I'll call you. Because you can – I think what a lot of people do is they give shoulders and chest their own day, and they don't need their own day because shoulders and chest work together. Yeah, but that you're, you're that's what I do. Right, but you have to remember I've had 
two shoulder surgeries, one shoulder surgery, and fucking like that's I, even, I, I can't. I, that's, and, I, and, and then I had the bicep fucking cut. So for me, I feel like if I don't prioritize shoulders and arms, it's it's no good for me. No, that's even more reason because I train with a guy, Paul, who's had shoulder surgery. It's even more reason for you to do shoulders and chest together because that way your shoulders aren't going to get banged out twice a week. So when you train chest, your shoulders are doing half the work. I don't care who the fuck you are. Your shoulders are doing half the work. So doing shoulders after chest only makes sense. That way you eliminate a day that you could be doing something else with and you don't so, have to okay. do. I don't, I don't want to like ruin this podcast. No, no, we're not. I'm sure people are, people are probably. Right, so, so like a uh, uh, perfect example on Tuesday, which was yeah. this week, I did seated dumbbell laterals. I did um, the, the front presses seated, pausing like the, that. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. I did um, uh, reverse pec deck for my rear delts. Then I did Smith press. Then I went back and did a um, uh, another rear. And then I did another uh, machine press with alternating grip. And I was done. That's now, a lot chest, of shoulders. That's a lot of shoulders. How, how the fuck do I do? Okay, let me, let me. Okay, let you me can explain. probably cut that in half and look better. Let me explain. So, one, number one, that's a ton of shoulder exercises. Number two, I'll ask you a very simple question. Do you think at 35 or 40, however old you are, that's do you think, fat. well, I don't know exactly how old you are. <laughs> 38. Do, do you think you're still gaining tons of muscle? Nah. Okay, neither do I. So, when I go to the fucking gym, I'm not like, I need to bang out seven fucking exercises for shoulders. No, I need to stimulate the shit and leave. Yeah, but I have to think I train until I'm like, like, it's I train like I instinct train to where like I'm like, all right, like I'm good, like no, I'm good. no. See, you you're like me when I was getting injured like every fucking six months. You need uh-huh. to. What I do now, this is what I would do if I were you, right? And I'm gonna I, tell you, I'm gonna, you run with the let me down. let me just let me just tell you real quick. I, I will. You have a training partner that like he doesn't do like, shit. He's, no, not there, but- he's not there. He's not there after time. He's not there after time. I can't you pull. I can't even fucking defend you, bro. No, no. Listen. So, this is what you do: a full chest workout, right? Four exercises, right? That's my full chest workout. How many exercises do you doing for chest? I do five. Okay, even five is okay. Well, how many are you doing, guy? You look at me like I'm crazy. Eight. eight. He does like eight. He does eight. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, man? You need to be getting more out of your sets. You, uh, I, but you guys got to understand something. You realize that I love training more than bodybuilding. Right? Yeah, but like, there's a, yeah, but there's a point of no return. Like, I know. You're so, diminishing yourself, guy. So four exercises. Listen, you bang out four, bang out four chest exercises, right? After your fourth exercise, military. No, you know what? Just wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Go through it. Go through it. Go okay, through fine. It. I'll go through it. Fine. I'll go through it. Machine press to start. Incline press. Flat press. Yeah, like a machine flat press. I always just to keep, just to warm everything up. I always do like a machine press to start. Then I'll do like an incline bench, right? Either a dumbbell, either a dumbbell or barbell. Then I'll do like a flat bench, either on like a Smith or a decline bench, flat or decline, either on a Smith or with a barbell. And then I'll finish with some type of isolation, like a crossover, cable crossover, fly, something like that. After those four exercises, I get into shoulders. I'll do a military press, a lateral raise, and a rear delt, and I'm fucking done because my front delts are already cooked from all the chest shit I did. But do you think if because I even though I have bad shoulders, I still I oh I I'm I'm a pressing guy. I like the press. 
you think I can do all that pressing and still be able to press shoulders afterwards with shoulders as bad as yeah. me? Yeah, because we already established we already, we already established that at 38, you're not trying to build new mounds of muscle. No, no so you no. don't need to go like I don't shoulder press. I used to I was never as strong as Nick, but I used to shoulder press like at my very, very best four plates, most of the time three on a Smith machine. Okay. Now I'm at like two and a half max. See, I did three most of the time. I most of the time I do military press. I'm on a fucking machine. See, I did I did Smith machine yesterday. I did three plates, no problem. Yeah, but what all I'm saying is <laughs> what I'm saying is you could do chest and then do two and a half plates on a Smith machine military press and still get the same amount of work into your shoulders without having its own shoulder day. All right, I'll make a deal. After this fucking podcast, I'm gonna call you, I'm gonna write down a split. I'm gonna try if I get my ass kicked at Olympia. I own your podcast. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think, and Nick would agree with me. I think if you pulled back on the volume, you would probably feel better and look better. Guy, how long do you train for? That's the, that's, it's, it's this funny thing. I train really heavy and very, like, not fast as far as, like, but well, as yeah. far as, short, like, short rest period. You train like Jay, yeah. probably. I, like, like, I, I, I was training... I trained yesterday with the kid in the gym shoulders and I trained with the kid training legs today and both of them like, dude, I, how do you train this fast? And like, I was training fucking like, I went heavy today for yeah. legs. Like, so and I just, like an hour, hour and a half. About an hour. Um, I, if it's legs about an hour, if I'm, if I'm with a training partner about an hour and a half. That's not bad though. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot of reps to fit into an hour and a half, but I, I move, bro. I move. It's like, if you go, a couple breaths, I go. You go. Come like I'm go go go. Like I go, I go. Yeah. Oh, the longest breaks I take is if I go, like if I got to take a piss or if I got to go to the next exercise or like when I'm in the zone, I fucking go move. That's kind of how I do it. I don't. I don't like long rest. I don't dick around either, but I, I just like I don't need an hour and a half. But it's also because I'm not doing like for legs. I'm like five exercises. You gotta remember, look at all the fucking volume I'm doing. I could probably get it. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Five, You're. Like, put it like this. Now, okay, is this too much for legs today? Two warm-up sets of extensions, four working sets. The last set was a triple drop, 10, 10, 20 reps. And then I went on to do um, what was right after that. Was it a leg press or was it a squat fucking thing? The fuck did we do? Oh, we did leg press. Then we did um, the pendulum squat. And then, oh no! And then we did heavy hack squats, and then I did uh, I finished off with um, we did sissy squats, and I think maybe something else. But I was like pretty much four sets of all that. But so so right, five, how many failure sets do you actually do? I do well, at the end. I do four sets, and the last set is always my burn. Yeah, but wait a minute! But how yeah, many I work? Say, but how many... I do four working sets, but I I only count my one failure set. No, but wait a minute! That's the different the distinction. Guy, how many working sets are you doing? I'm doing – when I say four sets, I'm doing four working That's the difference, sets. Nick, because me, Nick, me and you train similar. What me and Nick do – and correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, but it's more like warm-up, feeder set, working set, failure set. Right? No, um, uh, if I, like if I, go to, if I go to incline dumbbells, I'll grab 50s, warm-up. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. What I'm saying warm is... And then once I go to like hundreds or 110s, um, I'm the 110, then 130, then 140, 
150. Like th- those are my working sets. Yeah, but your working sets are probably you're going to a certain rep range. You're not stopping at like six until I get to my last one. Then yeah. I do a failure drop. Set. Do you yeah. keep Do you keep the same rep range throughout? Like would you do I, one? I ten, say, say you wanted to hit a top set of eight. So do you like do one tens for eight, one thirties for eight? No, if I'm one fifty, you fail at eight for eight, and I can bang out twelve or fifteen. I'll bang out twelve or fifteen. Yeah. See, Nick, he's doing full working sets. He's not, okay. he's not doing, he's not doing like a warm up and then yeah, yeah. a feeder and then a failure. I don't, this might, you guys might laugh at me. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. This is a, <laughs> this, is, this is a, I'll tell you what a feeder no, is. I'm just Listen. old school. Like, I just fucking train. No, 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 no. Oh, so, yeah. so, so am I, but so am I, but I'll just describe to you. Right. So if I'm benching, let's say I'm doing a dumbbell press, warm up, warm up 80 pounds or 60 pounds, right? 60, let's say 60 feeder, 80 feeder, hundred feeder, 120 working set 130 failure set 140. So when I say feeder, how many, how many reps are that's you doing? Yeah, how many reps that, are you doing that, with your feeder? That's what I'm saying. When I say feeder, it's like five reps, maybe six. It just I'm just feeling the muscle and then drop. I feel like if I did that, I would be fu- I would I would end up doing the fucking 200. I'd be fucking doing 200 pound incline presses. That's the whole fucking point. What the fuck's wrong with that? That's the point. Well, I. What's wrong with that? I'm just saying my sh- like I feel that's why and I never do a con- I never do a press. I always start every like when I do chest, I'm always doing a fly before a press because I this is my and a Nick, you're way stronger than me. I'm not tooting my own horny. But for my little ass with my injuries, I'm still way too strong for my own good. And I feel like if I didn't pre-exhaust and do the rep range that I did, I would end up grabbing heavy of a weight and being able to do it and doing and Doing something stupid. Yeah, I think well, that's why you I, gotta I, control the weight. I think you'd be less injured if you weren't doing so much shit. I honestly think if you train the way I did a little bit, you probably wouldn't have as many injuries. Well, so you guys train the same is what you're saying, you and Fuad. I think from what Nick has described to me, like, because I don't like what you're doing is you're doing a working set on every weight. Yes. So like, if you can do 100 pound dumbbells for 10 or 15, you're doing 10 or 15. A hundred percent. Yeah. So you're doing fa- you're doing failure sets. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, we, so, yeah. That's not. That's how I used to train. And then I took. And John, when John took over, when my body actually started to get better, John was like, "Look, man, your fucking last set is your failure set. The set before that is a ninety percenter. Everything before that is a fucking warm up. It's just yeah. a. It's just acclimating your muscle to the last. You're just getting your well, muscle you ready know for something too. And I also, you know, Charles does a lot of my workouts, so I fucking call Charles, get my workouts and bing, bang, boom. But he doesn't tell me what my split is also. You know? It seems just, it seems just seems like a lot of volume. It seems like a lot, a lot of volume. You know, it's just, it's, it's what I've always done. Yeah. But you're right. Okay. I, I know it. I, I've been changing. If, I don't know if you guys have paid attention, but my rep tempo is nowhere near what it used to be. I slowed down substantially. That makes a big difference too for me. You I, know, I, to, to, I had no choice. You know what? I, I feel the muscle more doing it that way. Of course. Nick, was, you're, Nick, you're an anomaly, bro. You handle weight with such perfect control. It's like I, I watch you lift and I'm like, yeah. this makes no sense. Yeah, but the guy, I, I, you know what you were saying earlier about doing the 200s and getting injured? You know how I stay away from that? Because when I do the 130s now for dumbbell press or 140s, I, I have way more control, so 140 feels fucking way heavier for me now than it did 10 years ago. Because 10 years ago, I just like, you know, you're banging it out as fast as you can. Yeah. Now I'm like, kind of control everything. So I don't, I don't, I don't need to. I don't need to go to 160, 170. I can't. I can't do that. I can't even do that weight with the same form. 
Do you want to, you, here, I'll tell you something that's kind of off what you said. So, and this isn't, I'm not knocking myself. I mean, maybe it's a knock. But remember when you said when you qualified for Olympia, you were on a high and you kind of didn't want to like um, disappoint anybody or, or fucking let anybody down because you're right. Like, I'm not, I'm not known as like a freaky bodybuilder, but I'm known for more of like how I fucking train. Yeah. I feel like train if hard, I fucking yeah. train that way, then I'm, that's, people are going to be like, who the fuck is this kid? Okay, wait a minute. You, you know, you sound like me because like, that's how I thought. Like, so now when you see my videos, they're not like it used to be. I used to, not that I ever trained heavy, but there was more intensity. Yeah. Now it's like a little more fluffy shit, but people get it. Like they know I'm not a pussy. They're just like, okay, he's older. He can't train the way he used to train. He's got to make adjustments. And then people start following you for other reasons. They're like, okay, well, this is how you got to transition. And I know that's like a shitty thing to fucking hear because you're like, well, I'm not fucking old. I can still do the shit I used to do. But listen, I know I'm getting there, bro. But I'm like, but I had to learn the hard way. I kept tearing muscles till finally I was like, okay, you know what? I can knock on wood. I haven't knocked on. Honestly, I looked at like I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I I'm like, you win. I'm like, I give up. You win. Like it was because it was like it was my lat, then it was my fucking quad, then it was my hamstring, then it was like, I'm like, I fucking tap out, motherfucker. No more heavy shit for me. Yeah. So it just happens, man. It's like, but I don't think. I don't think fan like I think we have a fucking really skewed reality of why people follow us. Like Nick is still pretty new, so maybe he hasn't developed a personality yet that people will really want. Maybe he has. He does like Nick, you put out a lot of stuff, so you, you probably have yeah, but, but like guy, for me and you, I don't think people are following us because we're amazing bodybuilders or we or or we're breaking records in the gym or any shit like that, right? So it's like yeah. It's not like people are going to stop following you because you don't fucking do 30 sets in a workout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, but you get where I'm coming from. I get it. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to let ago, go. 10 years ago when I was 28 and just yeah. doing my, it's like, they, and, but because back then Fred, nobody gave a fuck about what we did in the gym unless it was filmed because this shit yeah. didn't exist. Yeah. 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 Now yeah. there's a persona we have to uphold because well, of the, you know, but it's not, it's also internal too. I mean, it's how you identify yourself. Absolutely. Cause when people say like, when you think of how people see you, you think Fuad, people think of Fuad as the hard training motherfucker. Yes. So I don't want to be a pussy. So I better go train hard. So people keep thinking of Fuad as a hard training. And, and, yeah. and, and that's like gets instilled dude. like branch. <laughs> I got to go to Dallas on Saturday to film a gas, but I'm not, no, I'm going to train with branch. And Branch still trains the same fucking way. Yeah, yeah. But not really. But not really. He's not as heavy, but he yeah. still like is the same. intensity. Like, yeah, I still have that, but that that will never go away. I still have the same intensity. Like I just trained with a guy on Saturday, right? And uh, a guy I don't usually ever train with. He's a friend of mine, and he comes up with me. And honestly, I thought it was a shitty workout. My back's bothering me. I tweaked something in my low back. You're not too heavy. No, 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 no. I, not that workout. It was before something in my back has been fucking bothering me the, oh. last, the last few weeks. So Saturday we go and I'm like, okay, I, I told him ahead of time. I'm like, look, I probably can't go really heavy. My back's all fucked up. So I thought it was like a kind of a, a, a weaker workout. And I was only on, I was really depleted because I've been on 30 grams of carbs for like the whole week. This guy got buried. Dude, he told me today, he's like, I still can't walk. I'm like, <laughs> I trained legs today. I'm like, I already had another leg day. Like, so 
It's amazing, isn't it? What I'm saying is I don't think the intensity ever goes away. I think just the weight has to come down. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't yeah. think – so, anyway. Um, does DECA have any real therapeutic positive effects on joints, or is it really just a – is it just from water retention? Either of you know the answer to that? I take it because I'm made to believe it helps my joints. Does it? Don't know. But when I do take it, I take like, I'll just take like, if I'm on whatever cycle, I'll take 200 MIGs. I don't like, take it. Just, 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 just because I, they say it's good for your joints. I get it from my doctor. So it's like. I, I haven't taken that in a couple of years now. I take literally 100, if I'm whatever, no matter what, what I'm on, like pre-contest all season, I always do a half and a half a week just for, because I have horrible shoulders. I don't take any DECA because. You feel it helps? Dude, you want to know something? I don't know fucking, I, no matter whether it's underground or pharmaceutical or from the doctor, whether it's Anadrol, Trend, Test, Masteron, I, I don't know what fucking really works and what doesn't. Because my strength, people say like, oh, this makes me stronger. I don't, I can't fucking ever tell. Yeah, I have no. I'm one of those guys. Like, I don't know if you guys can really tell. I've never took it something like that. That when I take this, it makes me really angry. I can tell. I can tell. I can tell. Like if I take Trini, I can feel a strength difference. I. MPP makes me really strong. I can't take any Decas because they fuck with my anxiety. I get really bad anxiety whenever I'm on anxiety when I'm on Decas, even whether it's MPP or regular deca i can't on, you know i've been having really bad anxiety i wonder if that fucking dude anxiety. my mood like that sex yeah, like, like sex drive on, anxiety everything i was on the phone and i was like my buddy's like you're right i'm like just give me a minute he's like what's going on i go and my anxiety just kicked my heart would just like all of a sudden just start like like and i would be like anxious and be like Whew. yeah i don't uh that's why i don't use deca i don't know if that's I, maybe that's maybe it's from that yeah um it's like you old fucks <laughs> You guys, man, you are old. We're going to start acid reflux next. <laughs> I'm young and fresh right now. Um, what do each of you think your personal weak point is, and how do you plan to bring it up? Nick, you can start there. You're, you're the most confident of the three of us, so you tell me what your weak points are. I think right now, the main one that sticks out the most to me is my chest. Okay. I didn't see that, but okay. Um, I do. I think my back's come up a lot. I, so I, I think that was actually one of my stronger points at North Americans. I think my legs are a pretty strong point. Arms are obviously a strong point. I, I just, I think my chest thickness lacks compared to the, the other body parts. Okay. Guy, and that, act, that might be due to training too heavy. So I might have to lower the weight a little bit and contract harder. Yeah. So, so. chest, chest and back. Chest primarily, though. Yeah. Guy, what do you think? About sure. me? Yeah, what's your biggest weak point? Uh, my back. My back, it's my back's probably one of the most peeled backs in the 212. But mm. I, I lack width and thickness. Uh, mine's my stomach. I have thick obliques, and the blocky waist makes everything else look really shitty. So, Simple. Okay, I guess we'll move on. <laughs> now, all us, now all of us are depressed. We can move on with the show. Okay, guys, Um, do you guys suffer from sleep apnea? Yes, I have a sleep no. apnea. Next question, Nick. Do you? Nope. 
No. Really? Even at 300 pounds, you no. don't fucking you have no trouble sleeping? Motherfucker. I can sleep like a baby. Nick's built for this shit. Um, would you rather have to swing your arms over your head with every step you take or fart really loud with no smell every time you sit down? Say it again. Fart. <laughs> How do... Like, I'm gonna go with fart. Scares me the people that fucking. Wait, just hear this. Listen, I want to see what our guy says. Would you rather have to swing your arms over your head with every step you take, or fart really loud with no smell every time you sit down? A fart. Fart. <laughs> it doesn't uh, stink. So I'm. Farting. Come on, though, man. What about? Okay. Yeah, you can watch. I could. You could always do one of these. Like if you stand up to go to sit. <clears throat> but it's really loud. Like people are gonna hear it. That's all right. They can hear it. They won't smell it, though. It's cool. So if you're at the doctor's office, room full of fucking, the lobby's full, you don't care. You're just going to sit down. I'm going it. to laugh my ass off. <laughs> oh, you know what? I would sit down. I just then would go, squeaky floor. <laughs> so at the barber shop, at the fucking car dealership, everywhere. I'm walking everything. around like you're on fucking, like, <laughs> like fucking. No, you can be those. like, I'm exercising, right? Like. Well, like the bushwhacker? I'd yeah, say. you can fucking... That looks incredibly <laughs> stupid, doing that all day. Yeah, but you're going to be... <laughs> every time you walk, you don't sit down all day, but you're constantly walking. So how annoying would that be? What about like a job interview? You go to a job interview, like, Nick, can you sit down, please? You're I like... would be like, can you leave the room and then I'll sit? <laughs> Hell no, I'll sit right down. Like, did you hear that? There's no smell, though. <laughs> I'm like, I got di- I'm diagnosed with a disease. <laughs> yeah, it's called every time I sit, I fart. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, if your six meals a day had to be selected from the menu of one fast food chain for the rest of your career, which would you pick? Me and me and Guy have already been down this road. <laughs> yeah. So Nick, what would Nick, what would you pick if you had to pick a fast food chain to get all your meals from? Five guys. Really? Yeah, you could do that. Actually, you just have fucking yeah. just eat the patty all fucking day long. And they got the, pota- the potatoes are the potatoes are real too. Yeah. Yeah, you could fucking do that, but there's no variety though. You just eat beef like every meal. That's all right. I get a hot dog. Yeah, they have hot dogs too. That's pork. Hot dog? No, most hot dogs are beef. They got grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, they got grilled cheese sandwiches. I think I do McDonald's. Put a lot of slices on that piece of bread to get your protein, buddy. I think I do McDonald's. What? Yeah. Wait, so we don't agree on this? No, I didn't say we agree. I said we've been here before, and you you hate me because I love McDonald's. It's so fucking dirt. It's such just bullshit, <laughs> disgusting, trash food. It's so delicious. It's fucking amazing. Who <laughs> <laughs> would you pick, guy? Bro. What? What would you pick? What would you pick? Chick-fil-A. Easy. Chick-fil-A? Yeah. I was going to go Chick-fil-A, but I think I'd get tired of chicken before I get tired of beef. Yeah, but there's chicken. They also have grilled chicken there, too, and fried chicken. And they got spicy chicken and the original. And you get the little nuggets, so you get the strips. And they got yeah, diet lemonade, which is off five the guys. Five Guys has a million different toppings. And Five Guys has milkshakes, too. And, so yeah. Chick-fil-A. And they got Cajun fries. Yeah. And Five Guys has beef. So beef. So that's fucking wins. That trumps everything. I'll get fucking, I'll get huge real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
your favorite pre-workout meal? Um, probably protein powder, cream of rice, and almond butter. Really? That'll give me a stomachache. Really? That's easy digestion. Yeah. No, I think the I'm not a big fan of mixing my cream of rice with my protein powder. Nor am I. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Really? I love yeah. it. It's good. Yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't. So we'll have a separate. For some reason, it doesn't sit with me well. I like chicken and rice, honestly, to be honest, to like chicken rice with coconut oil digests super quick for me, but it doesn't it, like it doesn't wear off in the middle of my workout. I like protein cream of rice, but I don't put it in the cream of rice. And I like to do, uh, it, depending on the, on what day, I, I like off season, like I'll a lot of times have a muffin too on certain days with that meal. My stomach's so fucking sensitive. I think that's why I started the show with the I'll put some blueberries in there too. That's blueberries. Blueberries. Oh, I do. I do. I do a couple of frozen berries every morning. Yeah, you got to. Uh, you got to. Well, that's that's my meal from the fucking uh, muscle and strength videos. I do the fucking bowl of cream of rice. Yeah, I've seen it. The cinnamon and the fucking Splenda and the peanut butter and then a, a cup of blueberries. And the frozen blueberries yeah. cool off the fucking cream of yeah. rice. They oh. have to be frozen. It's beautiful. So I have see see Nick, this is when it's this is how you pay attention and you fucking call people out on their bullshit. Ready? I'm gonna show you how this is done. <laughs> who had just who had just just this is why everybody can make fun of all the court shows that I watch, but this is how simple the life is for me. Fuad just prefaced when he asked you with, I have a very sensitive stomach, so that meal wouldn't sit well with me. But he just tried to tell me that McDonald's is like a fucking delicacy. Yeah, and but I didn't say it helped my stomach. I just said it tastes great. Yes, but you said you would eat it for the rest. If you could pick one place to eat, and then you're telling me that you like, so that if you can eat McDonald's and be okay, you have an iron stomach. Okay, well, I'm just fucking with you. I think I would probably go with Nick because I love five guys, but. I had to pick McDonald's because of variety. I'm a big variety guy, man. What about after bodybuilding? Oh, no, that show was just... Question. So when you go to McDonald's and you eat, are, yeah. are you sick or do you have like the shits afterwards? I feel great, man. So how do you, how do you have a sensitive stomach? Because I have a sensitive stomach pre-workout. <laughs> that is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> His stomach gets nervous before he trains. I like to... My stomach likes to feel very calm. You when know, I'm fucking training. You fucking idiot. Jesus Christ. Because, well, like, no, because, look, normally, if I'm going to get McDonald's. right now. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If I'm going to get McDonald's, it's usually a cheat meal. It's usually, like, meal five or six. So I'll eat the fucking McDonald's, whatever amount of McDonald's I eat, and then I'll go to sleep. And when I wake up in the morning, my stomach's fine. But I, really? wouldn't, but I wouldn't eat like 25 bucks with McDonald's and then go fucking work out. Because you cheat yourself. That's right. But if I go to sleep, I wake up in the morning, my body's digested it, and I'm good to go start the next day. You shit blood but as soon as you wake no, up? No, I'm totally fine. Totally fine. There's maybe some, <laughs> there might be some sesame seeds in there from the Big Mac bun, but other than that. <laughs> Big Mac bun. You're fucked up, guy. Uh, now I'm craving cream of rice with berries. Holy fuck, that's a good meal. You that's know, a great I think, meal. I think I will eat that breakfast for the rest of my life. Eggs, cream of rice with blueberries, and cinnamon, Splenda, and peanut butter. It's the fucking best. If you it's like the the blueberries, try this one day. Doesn't Ezekiel bread, whatever kind of toast you want. Yeah. Okay. Toast. Yeah. Put a 
natural, just peanut butter on it. Yeah. And put a ton of frozen blueberries on the peanut butter and then put another piece of toast. It, and it's, it's like a cold but hot peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's fucking awesome. That sounds like it could be good. I'm going to try Very that. Very good. All right. I'm that sounds really good, actually. I'm going to try that. All right. All right. We'll do a couple more, guys. Um, Let's see. If the end goal is to be huge, would you recommend bulking for a few years and not flip-flopping between cutting and bulking, keeping the focus on growth over a long period of time? Yes. No. No. What? He's saying basically, should he just stay in a, like a never-ending bulk if he wants to get huge? No, you got to go on a deficit. I think, I think, honestly, I think competing helps you get big because your fucking body rebounds from that shit and you gain like my best games are from my just getting big in general. Well, he's just saying if the end goal is to be huge, why not just bulk for like four or five years instead of competing and cutting and all this stuff? And I think your body loses the sensitivity. That's right. I think there's a period of like oversaturation where like even if you don't get ready for a show, it's still good to do like a four to six week cut and then go back to, to bulking really hard. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah, I agree. two years and or this guy, you're talking about bulking straight and never doing any yeah. kind of... Yeah, that's what he's talking about. He's saying, why not just keep bulking and stay in a surplus? I was just talking about bulking and just not doing a show, not like cutting back, never cutting back calories. Yeah, no, he's saying that he's just not saying a show. He's just saying, why flip-flop between cutting and bulking? And I'm saying... No, yeah, yeah then I agree. You need to yeah. have a Yeah, I think it's good to catch a rebound even if you don't do a show. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, let's see... Our muscles coming back faster natural to a certain degree when you were enhanced years ago. Well, let's forget that question. It's for me, I think. Um, do you have to be sore the next day to ensure that you had a good workout session? No. How do you measure, how do you measure your workouts, Nick? What do you mean? Like, how do you measure the success of your workout if it's not soreness? Um, I like to go by how good my pump was. Okay. So if you, if you train – Excuse me. If you train and you don't get a good pump, you, you feel like it wasn't a good workout? Kind of. Yeah. Especially in the off-season, yeah. Especially in the off-season, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Guy, what do you think? What's the measurement for you? Well, I wouldn't say – you could say the pump, but I base it on how I feel leaving the gym. I don't base it on how I feel the next day. I base it on how I feel when I am done training. I agree with both of you, but I also – because I'm a fucking meathead, I need to feel sore the next day. Even if it's just not sore, even if it's just tight. I mean, I'm always sore, but I don't yeah. feel like if I'm more sore on one day than the other, I feel like I didn't do anything in the gym. No, no, I'm not. I don't measure the degrees of soreness, but I need to feel like the muscle worked. Yeah, I mean, when I'm yeah. leaving the gym, if my if I'm like today, I left the gym, my legs, I was fried. Yeah. So I'm, whether I'm sore or not tomorrow, I was. I know I was fucking fried walking out of that gym to my car. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so if, if I'm sore, great. If I'm not, then. It's not like I didn't do a lot because I did a lot today. So you guys are measuring the success of your workouts more during, like around the time when you work out and not, okay. Because a lot of people yeah. measure, a lot of people measure my, by soreness. Yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, like, you know, you hear that all the time. Like, oh, I couldn't walk for five days. And it means they had a great leg workout. Right? Sometimes I feel like for sure that long, you probably overdid it. That's how I think. I, see, I used to be the guy who was sore for six days. And then on the seventh day, I would be ready to go again. And then I would be sore again for six more days. Well, and it wasn't, it wasn't yeah, until I don't know how you can judge it by the next day. It's like, I, like you, you know, me, my analogy is like, 
you don't know how fast a car is till it goes around the track and it's time. So you don't know how good of a workout, like you don't know how good of a leg workout you had until it's the leg workout's done. You're not until the next day. No, but that's how, but that's why I'm saying I agree with both of you. Cause I agree with Nick. Cause uh, I do, if I don't get a pump, I get upset, especially like in the off season, right? When I'm dieting, not so much. Yeah. Um, and I also, I'm like you guy where like when I leave, if I don't feel like I, I left it all on the gym floor, then I'm like, you're a pussy. Yeah. Um, but the third component for me is I like to feel sore the next day. But, but Nick is right. If you're sore for more than like two or three days, you probably fucking did way too much. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Guys, uh, this, this whole thing is making me think I do too. Everybody says it now. I'm like, you do do too much, guy. I think you should, you know, <laughs> you know what I try to focus on, guy? Because I don't know if you're like me. When I go in the gym, man, it's like somebody turned the fucking lights out. Dude, I, I call it flip the switch. The switch goes on and I, that's it. I call it con- controlled chaos. It's like eyes closed. Like, it's like everything just goes blurry and I train for an I do what I do for in the gym where I put my hat like this. No, no, no. Let me finish though. But this is the problem. This is the problem, right? So what I'm trying to describe is that thing that we do is fucking fun, but it's not beneficial. Yeah. Because when I do, uh, when I do have my eyes open and it's not controlled chaos and I am focused on what I'm doing, I get more out of less sets than just trying to get through the sets. Yeah. Right. Cause like in the past I'd be like, okay, I got to go in. I'm going to do fucking six exercises. I'm going to take 30 second rests. I'm going to do fucking blah, 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 blah. And I wouldn't fit. I wouldn't leave the gym. So I completed all the list. Did you always have a list that you did prior to entering the gym? No, the list is in my head, but I've meant figuratively there's a list, right? No, no, like, I meant like, did you have your workouts planned out prior to walking in the gym? No, it's kind of like I would get the, I had, I had an idea. Like I'm, I today, had an idea of what I was yeah, to yeah. Do yeah. Like today I went to the gym, like, okay, today I know I'm going to hack squat. I'm going to pendulum squat. I'm going to leg press. And then I just do everything else around it. Right. But, um, but what I'm saying is when I became more present, instead of just trying to complete the list and like, okay, I'm, I'm pendulum squatting now. This is my failure set. This is the one I need to get the most out of. I actually can do less volume and still feel the same pump, the same effort when I left the gym and the same soreness the next day. So you need to almost let go of that. Like, Oh, I'm crazy in the gym and like almost scale back a bit and focus on each set. It's hard, man. And I know it sounds ignorant. It's fucking hard to do. Well, because it's fun to do it the other way. Trying to calm down in an environment where I don't want to be calm is not easy. No, no, no. Listen, it's fun. Like the, what, the thing that me and you do, like that crazy, like turn crazy music on and close your eyes and just fuck go ape shit. Yeah. That's fun. I love that shit. But, but I had to find a way to get more out of my body. So See, I, it's hard for me to do by myself because when I'm by myself, I don't have any. If I'm at my training bar and I'm like, yo, I got to fucking cool it. Like, so you got to like tell me to chill. So if I go to if I start stacking weights on my like you know big yo, no, yeah so yeah yeah. If I'm yeah. by myself and a lot of times I am, all I need is a fucking spot, and I'm it's like I'll do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah yeah yeah. And yeah. if I don't have somebody controlling me in the gym and be like yo you need to scale back, that's my issue. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything? X's and O's wise that you wish you would have known going into your first competitions. Anything you learned or should have known or did wrong in your going into your first shows that you remember? 
Yeah, nobody told me there was anything called quarter turn, so I stood there like a complete douche knuckle and just <laughs> like a fucking asshole. Literally stood. What do you mean <laughs> they call they called quarter turn? What happened? I went like this. I had I had the fucking video. I was like this. They they called this, and my legs are gonna cramp. I could feel it. I stood there like this. They said quarter turn. I literally like this. <laughs> so you need you you do. And then I remember doing this. Like they said quarter turn this way. And I saw the guy in front of me like this, and yeah, yeah. the tape go like this. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking clueless, like a complete asshole. That's so great. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't know nobody. I knew all the poses, but <laughs> nobody told me there was quarter turns involved. Nick, do you remember any dumb shit you did from your first prep? Uh, too much cardio. Yeah, that seems to be a normal. Did you one. weigh your first show, Nick? 159 pounds. When the, when was that? 2017. Oh no, I'm sorry, 2012. 2012, 2012. Yeah, you gotta you gotta hear this story, wait, guy. Wait, 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 wait. You went from 2017, 159 pounds. No, 2012 was 159. Oh, he definitely said 2017. I did. I fucked up. I okay. I was about to say you are my fucking idol. No. Um. Okay, would you re- okay, we'll take this as the last question because I know we're all dieting and tired. Would you rather be classic Op- Olympia champion or place top six in the open shows but never make the Olympia? That's not a good question. That's a horrible That's question. That's a shitty fucking question. Classic oh, Olympia. Why the fuck would you not want to be Okay, let me let me rephrase the question so it's cooler. Would you rather <laughs> would you rather be classic Olympia champion or place top six in the open bodybuilding Olympia top six in the open bodybuilding Olympia. So Nick, you would rather be sixth in the open than be first in the classic. Yeah. I don't want to be classic. Yeah. I think I agree. Guy, what about you? You're two twelve, so you can go either way. What do you think? Oh, oh wow. Just fucking throw that. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing, but okay. So here, I'm going to do this. My answer for a bodybuilder is I'd rather be top six. What's in the your answer? Don't say that shit. My answer is Mr. Olympia in classic because Mr. Olympia in classic physique is going to make a very, very, very substantial amount of money. Just like Chris Bumstead. I'm sure he's doing very well with what he's got going on. And I think somebody who's top six in the Olympia as an open competitor is not nearly monetizing what a classic Olympia winner is. So that my answer that's why I said there's a bodybuilding answer and then there's a business answer. I'm going to crush your answer because I love debating with you, guy. Well, you can find, but get ready to be completely fucking bamboozled <laughs> and Mr. Miyagi. So go the ahead. Moz, the monetization that Chris Bumstead is, is enjoying is not because he's a classic Olympia winner. It's because he's fucking Chris Bumstead. Because even if he was second, third, or fourth, he would still be monetizing all that fucking money. I agree. Because in the in the in the case for that, wait, wait, I haven't laid out my case yet. <laughs> and the case I'm making is when Breon was classic Olympia champion, he wasn't monetizing the, the same way that Chris is. So Facts. it's not it's not just because he's classic Olympia, it's because he's Chris Bumstead. Go ahead. You have the floor. Personality. <laughs> yeah, but what do you we're not saying you're, that doesn't mean anything. I have I have the fans that I have, not because I'm a great bodybuilder. I suck. I'm, I have the fans that I have because I'm personality. You're telling me. Yeah, but if, you don't look like Chris Bumstead. 
But I, the guy's a fucking model for fuck's yes, sake. Yes, but okay, but okay, before yeah, true or false, before he was classic Olympian, he had less than 500,000 on Instagram. Now he has substantially over a million. No, no, it's because it's because he was climbing. It's not because it became classic oh, Olympian champion. Because when fucking when Sean Roden turned fucking Mr. O, different, different thing. He the next day he had over a million. Different thing. Different thing. It's a different thing. Chris, look at Reagan's at a million, right? Chris and Reagan are the same person. Yes. Right. Chris was on his way to a million, regardless of winning the Olympia or not. I promise I you. I promise you that. I promise you okay, that. Okay, but here, oh, for, hold on. From a, you're telling me, from a, a monetization business standpoint, you think somebody taking top top six at the Olympia in the Open is going to monetize monetize in this sport better than somebody that wins an Olympia in any division? I'll tell you this. Monetization depends on the person, not on the placing. That's why and, I and, said for me, it would be classic because I know my personality. And if I know if I won a title like that, what it would bring me. So I yeah, know. But wait a minute, but that can happen. But that, what I'm saying is that can happen in any genre. Look at Flex Lewis, right? If Flex Lewis takes sixth in the Olympia this year, he's still going to be monetizing the fuck out of that. It's yeah, not going to be. Of course he is. But Flex also is going to be monetizing that because he came from the 212 now breaking into the open class, and Flex has already fucking won seven Mr. O's at 212. That's a poor example. Okay, that's a bad example. I'll give you that one. But, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a bad example. I'll, I'll definitely give you that. All I'm saying is the, the fact that you're classic Olympia champion doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make money. No, but, like, you, okay, you know who you are. Do yeah. you not think if you had a Mr. Olympia title – for it, it, that Mr. Olympia title in front of your name. Could I monet, put, could I monetize the fuck out of that? That's gonna bring you so many more fucking fans right off the bat. Yeah. And yeah, you knowing yeah. who you are, you would monetize off that because you know what you do on social media, what you bring to the table. Somebody like Breon or somebody maybe like Hunter, who's like doesn't really say much and is quiet, maybe they wouldn't monetize. I know I would. So you I see what you're saying. So Breon is an example of well, I shouldn't say what not to do because I don't know exactly what his his social media is like because I, I don't study it. So I shouldn't say anything. I don't want to say anything poor about it. But Well, Brian's also an actor. You know that, right? He's been on a lot of like – he was on like – he was a movie actor. You know he's been in a lot of movies. Right? I, what I'm saying without – I don't want to discount Brian because it's, it's really not just Brian. It's anybody else in the classic. Nobody in classic is monetizing the way Chris is. That's why I don't think – but that's why I don't think it has anything to do with classic because Regan – who is, okay, Regan's a good example. There you go. Regan's probably, let's say Regan at his very best could be top six, top eight, top 10 at the Olympia. He's monetizing the fuck out of his shit. Yeah, he's yeah. also monetizing as a classic competitor too. He's not, not because he's classic. <laughs> Don't give me that shit. He's, he's that's, this, that's a perfect example. There we go. You know what? Basically what we've just figured out is it's fucking irrelevant what division you're in. If you can monetize, you can monetize. It depends on you and who you are. Yeah, I, that, well, that's what I. That's exactly what I said. No, it's not. What you said was the classic I Olympia said, guy I is going to make I more money. I could monetize if I was Mr. Olympia because I know how many fans it would bring me. And with my personality and who I am on social media, I know if I'm making X now and I was Mr. Olympia and I got, let's say, 500,000 more fans, that 500,000 more fans is going to monetize whether it's website, whether it's seminars, whether it's meet and greets, I come, I think you're hundred percent wrong. You think Sean Roden did a good job monetizing his Olympia is, is additional followers. No, 
Sean, I love you, but no. See? No. Listen, man, the person, the person, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, guy. I'll tell you what, guy. The person, I'll tell you what, the person you are. Sean's a very quiet, closed off, doesn't say much. That's the The person you are now, the monetization you have now is exactly the same as it would be if you were better. You're already tapping what you have. So you're saying that your followers on social media platforms doesn't convert into monetization. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying Hold to on. you is, is that, I'm, I'm going to answer your question. Saying. I'm going to answer your question. Is it yes or no? Is no, it's not a yes or no. no. It's not a yes or no. There is a certain percentage that will monetize. Yes. So what I'm saying is when it comes to Sean Roden, okay, you said that you gave the example, he had 500,000, then all of a sudden he had a million. I guarantee you those extra 500,000 people that came on board didn't buy shit from him because they only came there because he's Mr. Olympia, not because they liked him. I, I'm not disagreeing with that whatsoever. Okay, so then it doesn't matter what if you're I'm Mr. Olympia or not. You're, the people that are paying I, for you are going to pay for you regardless. Yes, but what I'm saying is, uh, if, okay, true or false? You don't think some people followed Sean because he was Mr. Olympia and really never and, and didn't know who he was? Or do you think everybody that followed Sean knew who Mr. Olympia was? No, no. I think there was a select group of people that were following Sean because they knew who he was. Yeah, and then a shitload of people came on after he became Mr. Olympia, but they're not invested in him. They no, only want to follow him. When, when they follow you, that is when you, as the either entertainer or the bodybuilder, you have to let those people under. You have to make them fans of you. And in order to do that, you have to have a personality. And I'm saying, for me, I think I would monetize very well if I was a Mr. Olympia Classic or whatever. Because I think the way we do it, we base everything off of off of followers on social media. The more followers we have, the more fans we have, the more our fans buy our stuff. So yes, do I think in some way, shape, or form, for monetization purposes for this industry, does an, a follower number mean something? Unfortunately, yes, I believe it does. Okay, all right, we'll leave it at that. I'll get, I'll I'll let you win that one, guy. You're a real son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap up because Nick looks tired and hungry. And I don't want to see Nick. I'm good, Nick. bro. Yeah. Um, it's okay. We've been on for almost two hours now. So, uh, guys, look, I appreciate you coming on, man. My normal, my normal crew. I don't know if I even have a normal crew, but the other guys are fucked up and dieting and harder than we are. So, yeah, I'll start being the normal crew. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be rotating people like more and more. I think people like that. So, but listen, yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate you guys coming on, man. We had fun. So uh, we'll do it again. And Nick, keep dieting hard. I'll see you in a couple of weeks, hopefully. And guy, good luck at the yes, Olympics. Oh, thanks. I won't we talk will. to you for 12 weeks. Okay. For, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Fuck you both. I got to go eat. you actually in two seconds about okay. this whole workout. All right. All right. We'll talk. Okay, guys. Bye. See you All later, right. man. Bye-bye.